Jesus was talking to his disciples. He spoke of the Holy Ghost power and might. Okay, everyone, welcome to uh, whatever episode this is. Do we know what episode it is? is? <laughs> Jack. <laughs> it's off, it's off. Sorry, we had a speaker play, playing, oh. but it was like a good half a second delay, and so it just messes with your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, welcome to, to episode, this will be... Two? It three. says on the screen right in front of you. Three. This is episode four. It says episode three, four. Episode <laughs> three or four. <laughs> it says episode three or four. Okay. Um, we've decided to record these kind of grouped together. Um, and so the, when they get recorded, I mean, when they get released, we have no idea when. So uh, welcome to how organized we are. Um, which is actually surprisingly pretty organized because Jack just made us organize a whole bunch of stuff. Which is interesting because he usually comes across as the least organised. <laughs> I am I am very good at seeming more organised than I am on paper. That's probably a good way of describing. <laughs> no, but it. wouldn't it be the opposite? <laughs> Aren't we describing the opposite? That despite the fact that you are really organised, it comes across sometimes that you are unorganised. Isn't that what you're saying, Luca? No, I just straight up call him unorganised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're we're talking uh, our little title. Um, is creation six days or not? Um, yeah, like we're, I think we're keen to have a discussion um, around kind of why we interpret the Bible, why we interpret it, or how can, how can we come to some of the uh, the conclusions that we do within Christianity, and how can we so hold on so tightly to some sometimes random things? Um, and I think creation is a, a safe place to have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So I. Yeah, my, my vision for this one was definitely that we have all these different um, views. A lot of Christians have different views on so many different things. And it's like, how do we how do we get there? Um, and yeah. so I just thought like, a cool little rundown of the creation narrative, which could have so many different kind of um, avenues of thought where you've got people who are very, they hold very steadfast to its literal six days and there's other people who would the, say the it's The fundamentalist not, core yeah, the, belief that you're like, yes. And then there's other people who are just like so far off the end that it's like, oh, you know, evolution is real. Uh, and everything in, in the middle. In, in the mid- in between. In between um, and I think it's a very open-handed um, issue as far as creation goes, um, is that it doesn't really impact wh- whatever you, wherever you're at with your relationship with God and Christianity. Um, it's not going to, impact the way in which you see what Jesus did on the cross. Yeah, and I, that, I guess that's the main point is like this is a, a side issue, not a main issue. Yeah. No matter where you sit on this thing. You're fine. You know, God is still God. Have fun. Um, Enjoy. Yeah. Have some conflict. Have a chat with a friend. Jack, what do you believe? Where do you, what's your hot take on this? On creation? Yeah. If you were to say exactly how old the, the world is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Can't comment exactly. I think for me, the biggest thing is that the purpose of the creation narrative in Genesis isn't how God made the world, but that he made the world as like a... Jack read the show notes. Yeah, exactly. This is my little cop out (laughs) answer. Um, It's just as powerful to say, I don't know. But but yeah, I don't don't know. (laughs) But but, but, but I was, when I first met you, Luca, I remember one of our first debates was I was a hardcore... Seven day creationist. Six thousand. Yeah. BC was it four thousand something and like four that. BC or something oh, whereas, like that. Whereas now I've been listening. I'm gonna have to a quick much, Google. Yeah, I've been the, listening to too much Joe Rogan and all his stuff <laughs> on like Egyptology that's and how old the pyramids are. Okay. And Jack yeah. now believes that Atlantis is the Garden of Eden. 
in that. I, have you seen the stuff of where it is, though? It's oh, very... Oh, jeez, anyway, Jack. So I <laughs> don't, don't go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on while I'm Googling this. You I go love on. that the first thing you're <laughs> talking about him. is the thing that he goes, yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> Talk about Atlantis for a second. No, I, I just... There's, there's great evidence to say where it is and it's really cool to think about it. And so I'm like, I've gone from 100% seven-day creationist to, oh, maybe humanity is a lot older than I've ever thought of before and I don't have any answers as per usual. Um, I just have lots of questions. Yeah. <laughs> and so all that and more in today's show. However, the first thing I want to just address is... Oh, yes. Um, I'm drinking out of a coffee mug that's not the mug that was um, promised. Yep. Mm, the unpromised mug. Mm. How does it feel to live that, uh, to feel that the promise is coming? You are essentially like the prophets of old, I living just... living and praying for a day in which your mug arrives. Mm. Yeah. For those who are unaware, <laughs> uh, there's a member of the trio that owes a mug to another member of the trio. And we've all decided that a lot of grace and forgiveness and mercy no, uh, not, should be not given all. to that. If, if you'd remember, person. there was an idea turn around that we'd all design Correct. someone else in the group a mug as a, just a bit of a, you know, bit of a joke. This is true. Um, but also a bit of fun. But also to show some practical, love. Like, practical love. And I, I opened mine. Yeah, you got yours. Last time. Yeah. And did you I open opened your, mine. Did you open well, yours? Well, Joseph Luca? opened his. I opened yeah, mine Joe, first. How was yours, Joe? It was exceptional. It's been 10 out of 10. Yeah. Mm. Currently, uh, I'm not Luca, drinking out of it. Can you tell us about your mug? Well, I'm currently drinking out of a stock standard... Baptist churches. Yeah, Baptist mug. Well, when um, I got accredited, I got that mug. So, I don't know what's worse. Not being given the mug that was promised or being given this mug. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that mug. <laughs> I mean, this mug actually is... That mug exists, so... <laughs> yeah. I, look, to be honest, I think, you know, all in God's timing and we don't rush um, God's work. Yeah. Good things come to those, those who, who wait. wait. Yeah, and like but as well, as well, viewers, don't forget, last time when... I like we, how we're assuming that we've got viewers at this point. <laughs> listeners, not viewers. <laughs> listeners. Listeners. Um, <laughs> you can watch Don't us. forget, you guys are coming up with Joey's Punishment. For next season, so oh yeah, we have to do a punishment. Reach out to our social media. Little plug there. I'm hyped. Podcast on all the socials. Like a punishment like oh, have to, has to eat some lollies or something or like, like a, that. A, oh a good, look, I'm not going to give any parameters. Call. It's fine. They can come a up with something. Good, a good or prank like call that he oh, has to he has to move something. Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. no, something that we can just use for content would be lovely. Yeah, so mm-hmm. message that to us. What, what what would you actually know, Luca? This, you have the injustices against you. Oh, look, I get the deciding vote. It's whatever I decide. <laughs> deciding <laughs> vote, um, but it, it it'll be something that someone sends in. Um, and if they don't, it'll be much worse because I'll think of something and I'll and send it in. I'll DM the Instagram page. <laughs> um, awesome. But yeah, right. um, but yeah, I look forward to it. Um, yeah. You might you might think that rather than a punishment, maybe a reward is is in, mm. it, and <laughs> I would think that's acceptable too because you know God's grace. Um, yeah, it kind of works like that despite our brokenness. He loves us, restores us, redeems us, and gives us more than we deserve. So maybe this is an opportunity for Luca to display some love. And to be honest, I think I'm a better friend for the fact that you don't have a mug right now. So it's giving you an opportunity to... Mm. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave it here because this is getting boring. But <laughs> yeah, um, Good show today. Yeah. Verse 1. In the beginning, in the... In the beginning... In the beginning... Yeah. In the... In... in 
in the Listen properly. In, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great video. Great video. No, it's all right. Just keep going. Okay, sorry. Um, that's such a good video. Um, <laughs> in the burning. burning. I don't know if we get in trouble for that or not, but it's so funny. <laughs> I mean, we, actually, we, send us your best inter- like impressions of that video. No, we don't, might do that. No. don't do that. <laughs> Jack, don't do that. That's not appropriate. That's, we'll get cancelled before, <laughs> before, before, before we even bening. Oh, jeez, Jack. <laughs> Um, I mean, you cannot cancel what is not successful. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, but I don't think that that is. Nah, anyway. look, uh, creation. So the reason we talk about creation yes. is because this is something that um, can often have many interpretations, and the whole point is what we're trying to say is um, the way in which we read our Bibles, the way in which we approach Scripture, should shape um, how we read it. Yeah, how we read it. Yeah. So. It's not necessarily just face value. Yeah, so not every single piece of scripture is the the same in purpose or genre. So you wouldn't read the Gospels, for example, how you would read the first 11 chapters of Genesis, or you wouldn't read the other chapters of Genesis the way you'd read the first 11 chapters because it, it, it switches in style and purpose. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and like when Jesus tells you to gouge out your eyes to stop you from sinning, you don't need to go out and gouge out your eyes to stop you from sinning. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boys, I lost a leg. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just so important. I think you, you said it so well, Luca. It's like it's it's important to understand the context in which and the way in which stuff is written. Yeah. Um, to understand how we best apply it and how it should be applied to our life. And, and creation is a really good space to have that yeah, it's conversation. Just a, it's just a good example because it has a lot of applications depending on the way in which we approach it. Like if we approach it as a scientific textbook, you're going to have... Um, you're going to run into some challenges. Well, you're going to have a lens and a worldview um, that is at odds with a lot of the other parts of the world. And you're going to obviously come into conflict with general science as well. Um, and there, cause there are, there are Christians in the world that denounce science. hundred percent. Um, and there are, there are Christians in the world that try and apply science to the six days. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think there's, that's an important thing to note that you can take it. There's probably some unintelligent un- approaches to a literal six earth day creation. And there's probably some very intelligent approaches to oh exactly six day creation so uh, and uh, just taking anything on face value is just a dangerous yeah and that's thing. the argument so I, i'm not sitting here saying that there are not intelligent people who follow six days because there really are there's some really intelligent people and i love a lot of times their heart is really just to focus in on scripture yeah uh, and they they their worldview is that scripture comes first yep um science my understanding Everything is second, and so I cannot disagree with scripture, and I love that. I see. I think yeah, there's a real um, honor in that. Yeah, it is, and and trying to put God first and orientate their lives in a way that, yeah, yeah. Um, however, um, it's not how I read the scripture. It's not how I read that. I don't think either of us, any of us, would. Um, yeah, like I, I'm happy to go on the record and say I'm not a six day creationist, but I do struggle because I. Even though I would argue the first 11 chapters are not literal, I need a, a literal um, Garden of Eden because I need the 
doctrine of first sin, which is a whole it's a topic for another yeah, day, right? Yes, totally. Like I really need that, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, what we're talking about is the need to understand purpose, context, and scripture. Yeah. So my the way I've always kind of explained this to other people is. If you don't know me, I wear glasses. I wear glasses every day of my life. I can't see without my glasses. This is true. Luca's eyes are attached to his glasses. I, yeah. He's actually blind. Uh, I'm not. But um, <laughs> who, who our, whose glasses do you? The glasses we wear, like as I wear glasses, that, that is the lens in which I see the world through. Yes. and Yeah, you don't see it as, you, as it is. No. You I see th- it as you are. Yeah, I see it through a lens. And so... Once we understand a genre or a purpose of a, a passage of scripture, we use that as a lens mm. in which to then understand what's really going un- on. Understand what's going on, but also then understand what's going on and how this applies to my life. And that's a process called hermeneutics, it right? Is. So it's like, how do I apply a very old piece of scripture into a modern my day? Con- yeah, my current context. Context, yeah. Um, and it like that was something that I, growing up as a Christian, knew but didn't know. Like it's there's there yeah, is some, a, something that you put a bit of put a bit of thought into exactly and it's like like you know it in in this like the Bible is not one book it's a library of many different books yeah and if you tr- went to a library and tried to read them all the same way you'd end up believing in a whole spectrum of wizards and witchcraft and like in Harry Potter and Star Wars what, and Harry lightsabers. Potter's not real sorry Jeez, <laughs> um, this is a day of shock isn't it. <laughs> Anyway, and so then, and and like you know, you need to read things within their context and things. But when we get to the Bible, there's so much passionate opinion on it that yeah. in the end, I feel like we get confused on exactly how to do that. Yeah, and I and I understand the trepidation of doing that too. I understand that people um, reading it from a fundamentalist perspective, like taking it, everything is literally really. It's probably coming from a really good place of being like. I recognize that God is real. I recognize that God is supreme. And so I will bow whatever questions or concerns that I have in submission to God. Correct. Mm. And 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 there's there is a beauty within that. Mm. But I don't think God is scared of our questions. And I think that's a really important thing to distinguish yeah, in and this whole thing. That's what I was gonna say when you when you said that. Because I agree, like it's an it's an honor place where you, you don't want to question scripture. But in so doing so, you say that God is not above question. questioning. Yeah. And we read in scripture that people constantly question God. So if I was we, to uh, provide a biblical allegory for this, uh, Jacob in Genesis oh, wrestles with God. Wow. How, how deep in the Bible do you have to go for that one, bro? I don't know. How was that? Jeez. Um, but there's, I think that's just a cool image. It's like we are allowed to wrestle with things and we're allowed to be uneasy with something and to process and mm. God's not afraid of that. Exactly. Well, as like a case study, do you lads think the world is made in six days? No. I did just say I go on record saying yeah. no. Yeah. No. But yeah. I would. So, but I would say this. I don't care. Yeah. Great. But so the Bible says the world was made in six days. Yes. So what do we do with that? Yeah. As a case study. Yeah. It's it's look, it's not an easy thing to just explain away. Um, there's a short version and a long version. Um, give us give us some highlights. Give a middle that, middle ground. So yeah, give us look. It's it's got to do with the context in which it's written in, right? So it's it's written in a, in a time where the people of God are just starting to form what they believe and who they believe. You're written under the rule of Moses, that era. Yeah, and so at the time there were other kind of more prevalent religions going around. 
Um, like your Egyptian cat worship? Yeah, there's that. Um, the the most common argument that you'll see pop up when you read into like the purpose of this one is the Enuma Elish, which is a Babylonian, I believe, off the top of my head. narrative? Uh, which is, yeah, and that, and that, what you read in that is essentially giving it a very poor um, overview is there's many gods, one big god, one of the other gods wants to become the big god, so there's a war in heaven. And as a result of that war, a lot of the gods die. Um, earth is kind of spewed out as an uh, as a rubble of that war. Um, and humans are made as in accident and as a result become slaves to God. Yep. But then what we read in the Genesis account is that uh, there's one God. Yep. Um, that's... He can speak God, um, earth into creation and he... Above um, all? He, well, he, and he does it intentionally. So earth isn't created randomly. Uh, it's created intentionally. Humans are not an aftermath or an accident. They're actually made in the image of God. That's a huge statement within itself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they're not made to be um, as slaves, as the says, but actually it's made to be in relationship with God. Um, so there's that, right? There's, there's like... Even yeah, there's some there's some stark differences to some creation yeah so myths at the time the, the fancy word for this is that the, the creation account is written as a polemic against other ancient Near Eastern religions which is essentially just to say it's like an argument against other religions and yep. to why we should believe mm. what we believe mm. um, and so the old thing that I always throw around is that the earth or the Genesis creation account doesn't tell us um, how the world was created it's not a scientific text. But it is a, yeah. a text that tells us who, what, and why created the world. So, mm. who created the world? God created the world. What did he do? He created the world, obviously. Yeah. And why? It's to be in relationship with humanity. And I think that's coming back to the important thing of what is the purpose of this text. Purpose yes. of this text. Yeah. And so, it's not how God made the world, but that he made the world. Yeah. And I think that's that's the more important truth behind it. I think to read it like a scientific textbook and be like, oh, no, the truth is that God made it in 24 um, our periods is to actually move, miss the deeper truth, which is that all we were created with intention and purpose and with reason and for relationship. Mm. And that's a far more important thing. And that speaks into more of our humanity mm. than to say, oh yeah, God spoke it into being and it happened over six literal um, days of creation. Mm. Even though Genesis is written poetically yeah. and not... Um, well, that's right. And it, it just tells us more and more about the character of God. God is not a random person. Yeah. Um, he's a very structured person. Um, and time and time again, you know, the, the number seven comes up in scripture a lot um, as the number it's of completion number. and perfection. Very different from 666, yes. number of the Antichrist. Uh, which you always do this to me, Joseph, and you take me off, off target. But <laughs> uh, That's um, why yeah. a I'm quick, here. Quick, <laughs> a quick tidbit is 666 uh, is not the number of, of Satan. It's, it's the number of humanity. And the reason no, is... Six is the number of humanity. Three is the number of perfection. And the Antichrist is the idea that it is a perfect man. And so... You'd you'd worship. Uh, it's the pinnacle of creation. Well, that is an example of six six in work because it's nearly perfect but not correct. Yes. incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. Yes. yes, and so that's the whole point is that actually the Antichrist is actually our heart. Which I just said, I just realised I made a massive statement about who the Antichrist the, is. Jeez, that's a hot and take right there. I didn't mean it like the way I just said it. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, I can spice up this will, conversation with we my view that. It's <laughs> very interesting. Back but, to um, creation. Anyway, but that. When God created it, he saw that it was perfect. And that's why he rested on seven days, because he didn't need to do any more. Yeah, it was done. Yeah. And so, and that's why 
when we look at it, we need to know that we are perfect because we are part of that creation. Mm. We have been ruined by sin and that's another topic for another day. But as God saw it at the time, it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Now, slightly back on topic. So we've well, that was on topic. That was the topic. No, we we, <laughs> we <laughs> dodged this. We dodged the thing. Let me finish. So we've talked about the need for context and purpose and hermeneutics. Oh, Jack's going back to show notes every, <laughs> every time. That's my job. So <laughs> for the average punter out there reading their Bible, yeah, okay, the average punter, love it. What are your what What is a process that they can do if they're reading something and they're not sure what to do with it? Ask a pastor. Yeah, yeah, or just ask questions. Yeah. And start asking. Don't look at Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, but I think like part of finding yourself in a like a church community, like start start having conversations and chat to one pastor, chat to two pastors, chat to your friends. Um, and don't just listen to one person. Um Yeah, and also dodge any website that has a cream colored background because it's always bad theology. Um would you say Korean? Cream, like that. I thought you said like Korean. Light brown. Like, what? Light Where brown. Where has this come <laughs> from? <laughs> uh, and also, chat, chat GPT doesn't have the best theology either. Okay, they're, they're not great. Pretty good landing place though. You can always start there. But yeah, um, you just, I think I think the thing is you just you just ask questions, ask questions, and wrestle with it, and that's and that's you'll find your way. And know that it's an ancient text written a long time ago. We aren't going to understand it, and anyone who pretends that they can understand the whole Bible isn't telling the truth. Well, yeah. I think we can understand a little bit. Like I th- I th- that's why. That's why it's a little bit. Not the whole let, Bible. Let's not, let's not. Let's not back off too much from finding things. But, but yeah. the idea that if you're at home reading it and you're like, "What is that? I don't understand this." Yeah. Don't think, "Oh my gosh, God's not speaking to me." Blah blah blah. Think, yeah, "Oh, nah. I've got a question about this text." Yeah. And actually have it. I think it's actually quite a beautiful thing for you to go to your pastor or someone that you respect that knows their stuff yeah. and say, hey, can you explore Let's talk about this, this part of the word of God with me? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's more beautiful than yeah. the I don't know. It's um, good. Ask God for revelation as well. You can say, hey, God, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a bit of prayer always helps. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, but don't just struggle with it. I think that's what makes it easy yeah. to walk away. Well, I find it's always very funny when you boys find my Bible with all my notes in it and all the little personal things I've got written. I've never found his Bible. Have you found his Bible? You literally... I could go get I, it if you want to laugh at me. It. I don't recall it. Hap- it has happened twice when we've been recording. <laughs> I don't. How cute. I'll find the recording of it. I've got it somewhere. It's like he tried to prank and got called yeah. out straight away. When I read my Bible, I'll write stuff. Jack, you hey, don't read your Bible. You know, I read it Guys, you know day. how you give me $100 at the start of each podcast? <laughs> you know how like... Uh, yeah, it's like you know how you design my mug, Joseph? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not going to finish my point anymore. No, that's fine, mate. No, we love you. Um, feel free to ask us questions. Not that we are the know-alls, but, you know, maybe if that's a space that you're keen for us to spend some time on, more than happy yeah, to we're, we're more than that. happy to answer questions. We're happy to answer them both seriously, but also in a very funny way because we've got a few ideas of, like, hot take episodes and stuff for season two. Mm-hmm. So send in your questions. That if could you be fun. Them. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Love you. <laughs>
<laughs> Dos. Org. Trinity Thomasville. And like, did they call themselves Trinity just because they're in Thomasville? And, and uh, parade.com. I have yeah. two sources of some spiritual and some rather unspiritual questions. Yeah. What about uh, you, Jack? Uh, I went to a, an atheist page on Reddit. Oh, very nice. Top 40 questions to ask Christians. Great page. So, it's gonna so be, hopefully yeah. he'll want to give good answers and slow him down. Exactly. Okay. Are, Are you ready, Luca? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, first question is, how can you take the Bible literally? Just read it. How can you tell the voice of God from a voice in your head? Read the Bible. How and why should Christians engage with politics? Oh, the two biblical things. If God told you to kill an atheist, would you? I tell a lot of people to kill a lot of people, but no, I probably wouldn't. Are science and faith incompatible? No, they're not. They are, sorry, they're, they're compatible. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are, yeah. <laughs> what if your interpretation of a holy book causes you to condemn your ancestors for having a different interpretation, will your descendants condemn you in the same way? Probably, but shout out to using all my 60 seconds of one question. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, what does the Bible say about money? Uh, don't love it. An all-knowing God can read your mind, so why does he require you to demonstrate your faith by worshipping him? Because he wants to know your heart. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Overdressed. If God is all-knowing... Oh, there we go. Okay, besides the fact that Jack took 30 seconds to read out a question. (laughs) I thought I'd read a good page, but it's like, it's literally these guys Uh, just complaining. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an atheist page, mate. (laughs) So, So Luca got through one... Two, uh, three, four, five questions on my end. <laughs> probably and four essays. Four on, on mine. <laughs> four, four. Jack said probably four on his end. So you're sitting around <laughs> around nine, but we will check that. Alrighty. <laughs> um. Hi. So just as a little little catch up, just letting you guys know how I'm doing. Um, at work there's a cafe and they've got like Waffle Wednesdays, Friday um, somethings. And I, I proposed, I proposed that we would have a Thoopy Thursday. Thoopy? <laughs> Thoopy Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Not Soupy Thursdays, Thoopy Thursdays. Thoopy Thursdays. Yeah, with a, with a TH. Great, moving Thursdays. on. I take offence to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought it was a great idea. Just thought right. uh, we sh- that should be a, a widely adopted... Um, thing that's amazing Thursdays. Right. <laughs> is it my turn now yeah it yeah is. okay are we ready <laughs> okay. uh do you want to go first are you ready luca yeah. three two one go what is salvation being saved uh how does should the church respond to racism and injustice uh they should be loving to everyone what is god <laughs> um love is christianity misogynistic no why is God so morbidly violent in the Old Testament? Uh, I don't think he was. Hot take. Uh, how are Christians called to engage in culture? Um, to be in the world, but not of the world. How can you believe in something that you can't be scientifically proven? I think it can be. Uh, would you rather lose your sight or your memories? Uh, sight. Has your faith been influenced by modern culture? Yes. Uh, Would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? Unlimited power. What is Mm -hmm. the point of following Christ? Uh, To be in relationship with him. 
Would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of... Oh, can't. We don't get to find out. Time goes. What was, what was the well, other half of the no, question? we don't get to find we don't out. Know? Okay. No, no, it was a pool full of maple syrup. <laughs> but we don't get to find out. No, no or Nutella. That's the other one. Alrighty. Um, How many did he get through? Uh, you. Five on mine because I actually read them quickly. <laughs> one, two, three. I think it was five. Six. Seven, eight. Good size step on the what is God, by the way. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Amazing. Eight questions. I'm winning. Okay. All right. So I've got some questions. Are you ready to go, Jack? Who's, who's I'm ready. The timer? I am not saying the I thought, Joe, you said it. I okay. haven't got the capabilities. You cut yourself off. We ain't got the facilities, both. Okay. So I've just got to try beat nine. Yeah, you've got to be honest as well. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, All right, I want to win this thing. Here Set, we go. go. How many sons did Jacob have? Uh, tw- ooh, 12. What is a quirky or unusual fear that you have? Um, I don't like snakes. How many plagues did God send? Uh, I don't know. A few? 12? No, not 12. I don't know. What is something in your house you want to get rid of but can't? Oh, like dog smell. What is the eighth commandment? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Don't uh, look lustfully at your neighbor's wife. Wrong. Is hell a real place? Sure. What was Jesus' crown made of? Thorns. Hey. Um, if you're at the zoo, what animal do you enjoy watching the most and why? Oh, the leopards, because they're cool. How many days after Jesus' resurrection did he go to heaven? Ooh, uh, like 50 plus three. Oh, no, 50? 50 days? 40 days? 40 do, days. Do we have the ability to walk on water? Sure. What was the golden calf made of? Gold. <laughs> <laughs> and that's done. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> How many was that? Is um, it ten, ten plagues. There's ten plagues. There was ten plagues because it's symbolic of how many gods Egypt had at the time. Yeah, ten. Oh, take. Ten plagues. There you go. Mm. Well done, Joey. Good work. Record, it'll come to us. Uh, are you ready? Are you recording? I was already recording, yeah. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, listen, guys. Have fun. Um, in case you wanted to know, yes, Jack is not available. He's married, sorry to say. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we love you. Have fun. Um, enjoy life. Ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Peace out. Bye. Jesus was talking to his disciples. He spoke.